Warning, what you are about to hear are the thoughts of four ordinary dudes with no agenda and absolutely no filter. Please, do not attempt any of this at home, and try not to get butt hurt. Welcome to the Dude to Dude Podcast. Fuck, all I can picture was fucking the Mario Kart noises. <laughs> I was waiting to hear the fucking beep, beep, beep. Ready? Yep. Hey, dudes, it's Jimmy. What's up, guys? It's Maddie. Hey, dudes, it's Billy. And this week we are fucking without John. Sam's John. Yeah. Again. Well, um,. I mean, last week was because he was on COVID quarantine, and he at least came through on video. And this week, I put him on COVID quarantine because he was trying to come over and get me sick. And uh, now he's not showing up for video. He's mad at me. Bitch. <laughs> he said he worked too long, all, all 40 hours that he worked. Bro, we all work dumb hours. <laughs> I don't think there's a single one of us at this table that works a fucking normal shift. Yeah, for real. You go in when it's dark, you come home when it's dark. Yo, ain't that the truth, dude? I can't tell you the last time I seen a fucking proper sunrise. Dude, today, when Mel was like, why don't you just get out of work early? And I was like, perfect. Why don't I just get out of work early and we get lunch? Walking outside and being like, holy fuck, it's still still daytime? Fuck time is it? (laughs) There's sunlight. (laughs) Um, So what have you guys been up to this week? I've been fucking preoccupied for sure. Work. Well, yeah, other than work, Matt. I felt that, though. Work. (laughs) (laughs) Work, 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 work. For me, it's just work. I go to work, I come home, there's kids go back to work doing dad duty. Okay. All right. Um, It's all work. I cracked out on Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah, because you're you're dumb. (laughs) Because I'm dumb. Yeah, I was going to say another word, but we might get canceled. <laughs> yeah, don't say that. Uh, dude, it is one of the best games I've ever played, even though I do find flaws in it. Uh, Every is, gamer's going to find a flaw in a game. Yeah. It was just, uh, you know, it's simple things, like the way that the mouths move. Uh, when go back talk. and play Mario. They had some slippery-ass ledges. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, I mean, that was... We're now PS5. Like I, I just felt like it could have been more fluid. Well, that, that's the thing, though, is everybody's always trying to keep up with more, 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 more. That's really what it's come down to. But, I think they yeah, focused I, too hard, wowing everybody to get like the simplest. But, but that's, and I can't even say that it's not detailed because the world and. You know, Hogwarts Castle and Hogsmeade and all of the little tiny details are amazing. Why pass up on an opportunity to make something as simple as the 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 way the lips coincide with the words? I don't know. It just it very much reminds me of like PS one, PS two mouth movement. Maybe they didn't do as much um did more CGI with the characters versus 
like look at God of War. All the main characters are like video captured by an actual actor. So like you get the movements, the lip movements better, and if you focus too much on CGI, for instance, go on fucking Disney and look at Luke Skywalker, like the Mandalorian. Like with all the CGI CGI shit they put to the character to regress or make somebody look young. Well yeah. Look like look at the Hogwarts game. Like everybody's a young student, so Yeah. They focus more on the CGI regressing, I think, than actual like trying to use motion capture. I, I think I see what you're saying with that, but like even with that, no matter what they focused on, they could have fixed this lip reading problem that I find so very, very fucking irritating. Well, the thing is, is, it's written in multiple languages too. Probably, you yeah. know. Mm. I didn't think about that. Um, and then you also got to think about that. I've become very accustomed to reading lips because apparently I do have a hearing problem. That's new news. Uh, so, what? yeah, all this shit about me joking about being deaf for, like, the past couple of years, no, I'm actually partially deaf. So there's that. Um, so I guess it's really kind of thrown me off, particularly because I do focus on reading lips. Uh, and then the other thing that bothers me is, why is there no fucking hair on the cats? <laughs> what? Doesn't matter. You can throw them off buildings. <laughs> Get rid of them. <laughs> there's, there's no fucking hair on the cats, Matthew. The cats are hairless. Even after the day one patch? Yeah. They're just... They're just... They're not great. They're not great. They just look painted on. Yeah. There's not a single fucking fur there. There's not... There's no texture. None. It's a flat cat. <laughs> Look up a video of, like, somebody talking on the game. Uh, yeah. Because now I'm curious to see, like... Because I've only seen, like, little snippet videos here and there. I I haven't even played it yet. Obviously, I'm, I'm a broke bitch. Um... Ooh, that was the wrong button. All right, well, here's the opening scene. I'm going to skip ahead a little bit here. First try <laughs> gave quite the fright to some theater girl. And pull it up so you guys can actually see it. It's in the West End. <laughs> it's been much too long. When I received your owl, I must yeah. say I... Best not speak here. Eliazar, of course. No, Why don't we speak en route to Hogwarts? We have a start of term feast and a sorting ceremony to get to. Wonderful idea! As long as your young charge here doesn't mind me tagging along. Not at all, sir. After you. But this one's a proper set of Ages right. since I've been yeah. to the castle. Would so of course the lip syncing is going to be better. In, no, in even, proper... even that's not good, dude. Like, as someone who really does have to fucking read lips, like, I would not be able to understand them unless my volume was turned all the way up. I just, I... How's the volume going to help your lip reading, though? Well, I just, because I'm partially deaf, I can still hear. I mean, I can hear pretty well. I'm not saying I'm, like, deaf-deaf. Um, hearing aids are just too fucking expensive. Yeah. Um, but... If I can hear and read the lips, 
like all at the same time, my comprehension of whatever you're saying is a thousand times better. That's fair. So for me to play this game, I mean, I put a lot of hours into this game this week. It is just one of the biggest flaws that I found. That and the cats. Those were my two biggest flaws. There's other things. Subtitles. Yeah. I Trust me, I got subtitles on. I got subtitles on everything, dude. YouTube, fucking my TV, Netflix, you you name it, there's subtitles on there. Same. But playing this game over the past week, I've kind of like kind of got in my own head and I'm curious as like four thousands and thousands of years basically as long as recorded history humans have been kind of obsessed with magic or supernatural powers or superhero powers or whatever and I'm kind of curious as to why curiosity it's the largest curiosity and greed they want that power you think you think that's <laughs> I mean what why why are you obsessed with it because it would be awesome if you had those powers right yeah but that's just so I can be lazy it's not so I can go take over the world different strokes for different folks <laughs> my <laughs> friend like, <laughs> little wave the wand and fucking my clothes are clean like that would be dope right you also don't feel like the need to shoot up a shopping mall, but there what? are people that do. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> and then left field. <laughs> well, I what mean, I'm, say- what I'm get, saying is there I... are people that that believe and think one way, and there's people that believe and think a different. Well, I, I fully agree with that. You're just like, if I had teleportation powers, like I would just stand up and teleport to work. Fuck, fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas like, if I had teleportation powers, no fucking bank would be safe. Pop in and out. Well, with. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't say that also wouldn't be the case. Or I'm like... Plausible pop, deniability, Maddie. Pop into a fucking missile silo, launch a random missile. You know, like just okay. crazy off the wall shit. That's a, that's a little much, bud. Right. Okay, <laughs> Osama, you better calm down. <laughs> no, but like, if you, <laughs> if you had the ability to teleport anywhere, like, You'd want people would be hungry to push it to the next thing. Are you saying all people had this power? Or just some people? D- or? No, like different different people. Like I don't know. You get you get people that are like like mutants from like X Men, like or some of the a random or yeah, no, random I'm, population has these powers. Yeah, I'm thinking. Um, like, if humans in general could just have random powers and not just, like, you know, the X-Men world where, like, it's a mutant gene. Like, no, just in general. Everybody in the world. Okay. And we all got random ones. But say, like, powers could be passed down through families. That okay. type of shit. Like, hereditary. That like, sounds like a really cool idea for a book. Yeah. But, you know, you get people with different mentalities. Like, look at people with mentalities... Or the lack of mentalities that become serial killers. Yeah, it's called now my give hero them academia. superpowers. <laughs> okay, so you know I, I, mean? I haven't seen that, but what you're saying is like you have people who can start fires and other people who can start fires. Some people who can start fires are going to be like warlords, and other people who can start fires are going to work in like industrial factories. Yeah. Okay. 
I, I mean, I see what you're saying. I was going to, but I, I don't know. I, I, I was going to say something, then I got caught in my own head and my own thoughts. And You have people in the world that will do vile shit now, in a world where nobody can have a superpower. Now give them Oh, that's why you always expressive... get heroes villains, too, bro. Oh. Well, okay, but... I know, what I, it's hard to explain, I guess. When most kinda... of the time when people do vile things, it's because the people they are doing vile things to cannot fight back. Everyone had these powers, or if everyone had a firearm. Yeah. Yeah, but then behind every blade of grass is an American with a gun. We Jesus <laughs> Christ. I'm just from the <laughs> south side of Hogwarts. <laughs> the fuck? Bibbidi bobbidi boo, here's my Glock 42. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I don't know. Right, Was it you well, that reacted to that the guy's video that I showed put in the meme group earlier? Uh, no, that was me. Dude, that show was fucking. Dude, that had me dying. Bullied first day at Hogwarts. Yeah, that was great. Um, well, so that that quote that I just said it was by a uh, Japanese general during World War II as to why they wouldn't attack America. Yeah, Yakamoto, I think. Yeah, I don't know exactly who it was. I can look it up. Or are you pretty sure about that? Yeah, we've I'm, got the largest domestic army anywhere because you, you don't think we're going to protect what's ours? Right. Get them, boys. <laughs> Over. Like, you think... He, I mean, yeah, it's a bit risky to talk about. I guess I'll avoid that one. <laughs> Yamamatu. Yeah, that's close. Yeah, I just pulled out my phone, too. <clears throat> oh. But apparently I, w- I quoted it wrong. Huh. Uh, apparently that is totally a myth. According to factcheck.org. I mean, I grew up, like, fucking thinking that. Yeah, I'm starting to... Because I... Yeah, same thing. I grew up hearing that, too. There's, like... It's propaganda, man. Fucking propaganda. Nah, man. That right there is that they're fucking... um, Mandelier effect. (laughs) Mandelier. (laughs) I mean, we we could call it a Mandela effect, but I... I would see that being more like the government trying to rewrite history. Agreed. Like, hmm, how do we make gun Try. less important? Who do you think funds all the public schools? <laughs> well, yeah. Um, you know, because that's, that's one way, like, a lot of people will use that as a, you know, why should people have guns? Well, that's why. So what's a good way to get rid of it is to say that it was false all along. Conspiracy theory. It's got to be the same people saying Die Hard is not the a Christmas hat, Billy? I don't think I'm going that deep. Die Hard is kind of a Christmas movie. It takes place during Christmas, but then so is, so is every Harry Potter movie. Yeah. 
and every Harry Potter movie is a fucking Halloween movie. You're right. No, Boom. not everyone. I don't think all eighteen of them, bitches. I don't think the seventh and the eighth one. Eighteen. I wish there was eighteen. <laughs> We're talking Harry Potter, not Fast and Furious. <laughs> <laughs> Family um, though, yeah, well, your family. Um, back to back to my fucking question though, man. Why are humans so obsessed with magic and magical power? Like we we have practicing Wiccans today. We've had witches and shamans throughout all of history. We've had priests, and you know what I mean. Like, why are we constantly obsessed with some sort of mystical magical power? Well, for the last twenty years, we can blame it on supernatural. <laughs> Well, yeah, fair. Drugs. Drugs. <laughs> <laughs> it is an interesting question, though, because you can go back to, like, more, I won't say ancient civilizations, but... Fuck that. Go back to Egypt. Well, well I, would, I mean, it's... I would, that's what I was going to say. Drugs. <laughs> you look at the cultures and people with um, supernatural abilities are desired and revered. And I think maybe down the line, like... Our obsession with being revered or successful, as we now call it, like, people envy it. So I think maybe the answer to your question is our human envy. So you're going along the same lines as Jimmy? Yeah. I don't know, man. I think it's because it was real at some point and it's stored deep, deep down in our fucking memories. Same way that fucking birds can fly north. Just personal thought, man. You know, I, they say we only use, what is it, like 7% of our brain or 10% that's, of our brain? That's a myth. Is it a myth? Yes. You're on factcheck.org. You might as well fucking look that one up, too. All right. Fuck it. I will. Because it's totally a myth. Um, we may only use, like, A certain percentage at a time, but... It's not entirely clear how it all started, but it's more science fiction than fact. Boom, bro. Hmm. I don't know, man. That, that was also one of those things I always grew up with, just like common knowledge, you know what I mean? But then it gets you to thinking, like, how much shit is, and I'm going to use propaganda very loosely, um, but how much shit is propaganda is in, like, at the time they thought it was the correct? And how much shit are we taught that's just wrong? A quarter of it, maybe, maybe yeah, more. So? Especially when it comes to science. Leads back to, like, superstitions and religions. Mm. You know? People will believe what they want to believe. And, yeah, always comes back to drugs. So, I I don't know. You're you're a believer in science, right? Maybe science is what we would not, like, believe to be magic. 
Well, Maybe yeah. back what, then magic was just. I believe in science, science as so much as is our tool for understanding our universe as we know it. Yeah, but so was religion. It's um, a man-made. Construct. You don't need to have faith so in science. science. Science is definitely a man-made construct. Yes, but you don't need to have faith in science. Why? You have fact. Why? Because you have observable facts. You can test what is happening. But the only thing you can do with religion to test it if it works or not is cults. <laughs> we can start a cult. Let's not and say we did. Or we could and say we didn't. Man, you guys are going to have the FBI at my door. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they'll be here first. Because they got the wrong house. <laughs> um, I just You really thought you were going to get all of us to get on a computer, go to an FBI site, look at UFO shit. Yo, y'all didn't look that shit up? No! Yo, y'all didn't look that shit up? I did. Whoa. Let me look it up on your Wi-Fi, Whoa. your VPN, your... Whoa. Hold it's up. just declassified FBI files. Yeah. Like, it's public information. That's why you can access it so easily. Like, Yeah, it's, it's just declassified fucking files. Uh, it is an FBI site, and yes, you will probably be put on a list because you went there, but who gives a fuck? You're on a list. I, wanna, I don't want to be on a list. You're on a list you, anyways. You, right. You're just... You, on a you, different list yeah, now. You're, now you're now you're on like your tenth list because you're already on nine other ones. <laughs> we're we're all on a list, man. <coughs> or ten, literally. So, I mean, every time you use a website, like they're tracking your choices, ad choices, and shit. Like it's crazy. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna play this video for our listeners here. I was hoping you were actually gonna pull up the documents. Uh, okay. Because I, I couldn't find the right ones earlier. So I dug in it some other shit. It could all be bullshit, though. That, could, that looks too fancy to be a government website. <laughs> <laughs> Why does the website look like it works better than the actual organization? Mm, what did it say? UFO part one? Someone with a phone? No. Okay. Where I'll find it. Yeah, like what pocket is it in? It's right here. I got it. Don't worry about it. Uh, so what you do is you go to... Whoa. Okay. All right. Can we fact so check this website? On your computer, <laughs> you go to... Yeah, you go to vault.fbi.gov. It's a .gov, so it is owned by the government. has to be. But doesn't make it real. Matthew, that was what I was just saying. It's all propaganda. Nothing the government tells us is real. <laughs> Nothing. And if they tell us that it's real, then it's not real. And if they tell us it's not real, then it's real. And if they tell us it's real, then it's real. All it's like, of it all at the same it's time. It's like supposedly there's a guy that said from a Native American tribe that when the government says they're here to help, they're not. We could fact check that one too. Well, I mean... <laughs> Tonight Judging here. on their past experiences, I don't blame them for saying that. Oh, hell no. I wouldn't either. Say we can make a thing about, like, 
fact-checking quotes. Okay. So you go to www.vault.fbi.gov, and in the search bar, you type in UFO, and then keep losing it. Page 22 of UFO Part 1. Okay, it was Part 1? Yeah, it says it right at the top of the page on his screen there. Does it? Oh, yeah, it does. UFO Part 1. All right. Shit to work. The UFO, fucking whatever. That one. And then page twenty-two. It said. Mm-hmm. Eeg. It's crazy to think this document was scanned in fucking nineteen sixty, or whenever it was. You know. Was it really though? Fair enough. Now this this is kind of hard to read, but I'm gonna try my best here. So, this memorandum is respectfully addressed to certain scientists of distinction, to important aeronautical and military authorities, to a number of public officials, and to a few publications. Uh, The writer has little expectation that anything of import will be accomplished by this gesture. The more fact that the data herein were obtained by so-called super normal means is probably does it say efficient? Efficient to ensure its disregard. Um, I'm going to skip a little bit. A very serious edition may develop at any time with regard to flying saucers. If one of those should be attacked, the attacking plane will almost certainly be destroyed. In the public mind, this might create more panic and... International suspicion. Is that what that says? Thank you. Uh, The principal data concerning these craft is now at hand and must be offered. And like I said, this is a little fucking hard to read because it is scanned in 1812. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no matter how fantastic and unintelligible it may seem to the minds not previously instructed in, in thinking this type. One, part of the disc carry crews. Others are under remote control. Two, their mission is peaceful. The visitors contemplate settling on this planet. Looks like it's cut off at the end, though. Three, these visitors are human-like but much larger in size. Four, they are not Excarnate, Earth people, but come from their own world. Five, they do not come from any planet as we use the word, but from the Otheric? Othering? Asteroid? I don't know. Oh, I, I, I don't know. Can't fucking read that shit. Planet, which interpenetrates with our own and is not perceptible to us. So they're talking about fourth dimension? I mean, From an other dimension, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. From an other planet which interpenetrates with our own and is not perceptible to us. The bodies of the visitors and the craft also automatically materialize on entering the vibratory rate of our donic meter 
dense, dense matter. Oh, is that what it says? I think so. Wow. Uh, the disc, I'm sorry, seven, the discs possess a type of radiant energy or a ray which will easily disintegrate any attacking ship. <laughs> <laughs> they re-enter the etheric, oh, that's what it is, etheric. Etheric, yep. At will and so simply appear. Disappear from our vision without, without trace. trace. Eight, the region from which they come is not the astral plane but corresponds to the lakes or tails. Students of esoteric matter will understand these terms. Locas or talos? Lakes? I don't think it's lakes. I think it's locas. I don't know. They probably cannot be recroached by radio, but scribbled out can be... By radar, if a signal system but, can be devised for the apparatus. Wow, my name just fucking popped out to me right there. That was fucking weird. <laughs> um, yeah, so basically it's a, an FBI document that is... Lakes and Talus. The Talus is a river. The Talus is a river that rises in the Talus region of Kyrgyzstan. Okay. A T A L A S or E S? Yep. All right. So now. Because if it's lakes, lakes and Talus. Now we're going down the esoteric route. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I'm going to have to probably do a deep dive into that, to be honest. <laughs> but what interests me is that this fucking does it FBI have a date on document it? doesn't have a date on it. I was kind of hoping it did. And it's redacted. Oh, no, it's not. 1947. Wow, 1947. So in 1947, the FBI came out with this document, and it's been declassified since then. Go back to that where it says lakes and. Uh, right there. The region from which they come is not the. Astral plane, but it's not it lakes. Corresponds to it's the Loki's L O K A S. Locas, and Talos. So it's not planet. It locus in, Hindu, in Hinduism, locus refer to worlds, spheres, or localities. Well, there we go. That that seems more appropriate. So, you, Jimmy, you were right all along, dude. You said the aliens were from another plane. Well. I guess technically they're not, though, because it said right in there it's not from another plane, right? No, it is. It, the, but it intersects with ours, and we just can't see them until they want us to, basically, or they want to be here. Interpenetrates with our no, own. No, the region from which they come from is not the astral plane. 
of yes. course. Oh, so because it's a different it's, plane altogether than the astral plane. Right. Got it. So in this document, they're also saying there's more planes of reality than just the astral plane, just our plane, and just their plane. There's multiple planes, man. Right. Fucking mind For real. blown, bro. Mind blown. That's that's very like revealing information. That's fucking crazy to just be out there. I mean, it was nineteen forty seven, so they're gonna be like, yeah, no. Addendum. Whatever. See, all right, now this is different. This is where it says addendum. The locas are oval shaped. Scribble, scribble. Yeah. yeah. Fluted. Launched. San Diego, California. Oh no. Oval shape. Fluted something. Fluted length. That's what that says. Oval with a heat-resisting metal or alloy not yet known. The, the front f- edge contains a controls. The missile portion? Is that what that says? Or No, middle. the middle portion. Laboratory, the rear contains armament, which... I don't know. Essentially of a... Which consists? Which energy apparatus. Which consists essentially of a powerful... Yeah. Perhaps a ray something. And then it's all pretty scribbled out from that point. See, why is the other shit so hard to read and this is so easy to read? Uh, Written on a different typewriter. Huh. I mean, and these are documents that probably sat in storage for a long time before they could get scanned. Crazy. Yeah, that one's a little wild. Hmm. Johnny Boy, where are you with your aliens? Oh, the buttons aren't working. Damn it. I got the wrong card in there. Shit happens. Well, is this when we say Johnny never could find the button? <laughs> Lydia can. Um, yo, did you guys see what I sent John today? I sent him a picture. It was a Chewbacca dildo and an R2D2 oh, yeah. butt plug. Uh, I don't know how comfortable I feel being on someone's sex toy, but okay. Do your call, bro. Ah, uh, man, my throat might be too dry for this. <clears throat> <laughs> There's a that's what she said joke in there somewhere. It was terrible. That sounded like fucking Chewbacca giving a gawk gawk 3000, is what it sounded like. Fuck. So, what if, what if aliens gave us our fucking magical powers back in the day and they took it away, bro? That's how we built the pyramids. It was never aliens. It was us. Well, I've always said that, like, or that's why we would attack aliens. Over here's the thing. Dumb shit. They don't know how they got here, right? Well, the aliens only used our planets back in ancient times. And that's why we got all these ancient structures. Because they just, like, built them in their plane and then just shifted them. Plopped them? Yeah. Whoa. Whoa, what a concept, dude. 
Yeah, just just, just whip <laughs> your dick out on another planet real quick. Right. This is, this is my homestead. That's why they were all similar. You know, they all came from the same pla- person. Or, well, not persons. Well, yeah, they say. all came from the same planet. Yeah. So they were all similar in shape. And, like, we have different cultures. They had different cultures, hence the different shapes. Oh, fucking wow. It could be, dude. What if they just plopped their dick on fucking Earth? And then they were like, okay, you guys are getting way too fucking hostile. <laughs> we're out of here. <laughs> Yo. And now they still check in from time to time, poke around, poke in, fuck around, find just out. Just see you if know. we're, like, normal yet. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, Y'all nope. chill out yet? Nope. These fucking monkeys have missiles now. I'm out. You can't say that, bro. Dude, we are evolved from apes. That is it. I know where you're going with it, and I can't say that. <laughs> but we are evolved from apes. Somehow, some way. Probably uh, drugs. <laughs> are we, though, or are we just descendants of aliens that look like apes? Maybe we're just descendants of aliens. That what if like aliens apes? are fucking made of fucking ape DNA, bro? What if what if what if this document was was written by the 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 monkey FBI, like literally like chimpanzee FBI? <laughs> Explains they're why just, the, the one can. <laughs> pretty sure somebody spelled can says C O N C I S T. And were the aliens they're referring to? Because they're in jungles and we're not anymore. Not that commonly. That's wild. Um, <laughs> I mean, you got to think about it, dude. If if we showed up today in modern clothing with modern electrical gadgets and modern travel to a area of Earth that has never before been exposed to the, <laughs> the outside world, um, A, they'd probably be very hostile. I mean, we know of tribes that are very hostile towards outsiders. Um, but if we can get past <coughs> that, they would probably look at us like gods. Or wizards. Yeah. And burn the wizard. <coughs> Very hostile. Burn the witch. <laughs> um, but, I mean, we we can do fucking magic on a daily basis. Look, I, I can do magic right now. Hey, Siri, text Jimmy and tell him that he's an asshole. When God, you oh, the fuck in the text. I was about to be like, hey, Siri, cancel that. Look, no, I won't because it knows my voice. Um, so you're about to get a, a message from me saying that you're an asshole and I didn't have to use my hands. We could be across the planet from each other and it's instant. That's fucking magic, dude. And I think Science. There's a quote. Um, let me try to find it real quick, but it's something science along the lines. Science is magic, but magic isn't science. Come on, man. It's something along the lines of, like, science we don't, don't understand is just magic. Or certain something. forms of uh, magic are science-y. Alchemy? Yeah. Well, isn't that the mixture of science and magic? No. Um, it's really, r- realistically, like, precursor to chemistry be- with a Y. <laughs> okay. Which then turned into modern modern day. chemistry. Yeah, yeah. So, 
Uh, it was just a natural evolution of us <laughs> fucking around and finding out. <laughs> Some people were mystical about it. Other people were just like, yo, yeah. Science. Yeah. Um, all right. So the quote I was thinking of is uh, 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 Arthur C. Clarke, and it's, any sufficiently advanced technology is in- indistinguishable from magic. Yeah. Which is very fucking true, man. Like, I don't know how our voices are being recorded onto a little metal platform through all these wires and then spreading out to the entire world. Vibrations and energy. Magic. Bill, Bill, Bill. Vibes, bro. It's all vibes. Magic guy. Everything's vibes. Well, yeah, it is vibes, dude. We break it down, everything's a wave function, so... What are you saying that Bill Nye, the magic guy, all I can picture is like Bill Nye, but Chris Angel. <laughs> Bro, I think we're going to do a special podcast at one point, and it's going to be Bill Stewart, the magic guy. And I'm just going to come out with all these fucking wild magic theories. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to come strip for all of us. I got a little worried. No, that's magic, Bill. You have to pay extra for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, man, like... That would probably be a really good fucking spoof show. Yeah. Bill Nye the Magic Guy. And some dude coming out doing like wizard experiments. Bill, you know if you're listening gun. to this, um, will you steal our idea? <laughs> dude, do it. I just want to see it on TV. I mean, he basically does. <coughs> he does science. Which, I mean, when we were 10, looked like magic. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's all indistinguishable, man. What... So what is the difference between magic and science? Technology. Why? Because magic is usually you say some kind of words or you have some kind of focus and then boom, something fucking happens. Whereas, Like when you type into a computer and then something happens? You're focusing electrical energy into the words that you input into it and then something happens? Technically, you're fo- focusing yeah, mechanical but- energy into something that generates electrical energy and sends impulses back. Here's an, here's another. If you want to get fucking technical? Good, get technical. Here's another Still differentiation, magic. right? My computer slash keyboard doesn't blow up when I have a typo. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, anything magic you see? Usually, if you have a typo, you kind of fucked up somehow. <laughs> Abracadabra, right. boom, shakalay. <laughs> well, all right. So, so on that regard, as like uh, as modern day Wicca is concerned, um, you're not going to have an explosion if you mix your potion wrong, unless you're mixing the wrong kind of potion. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> Hold That's up, fun. Billy. Don't. But I'm just saying, as like as modern day standards for magic go, uh, at least most Wiccans that I know that practice, um, they're it's more about intent and um, thought process that goes into it than it is the actual spellcraft itself. I think just back in the day, we did way man. more mushrooms than society does now. So what is now just procedure science back then when you were tripping fucking balls was magic. I I don't disagree with that. 
but I don't know. When I tripped on mushrooms the last time, I thought it was pretty magical on the ride I went through the woods, but so we're also taking granted you know, like our ease of access to information and shit too. So like That's it's kind of, it's really hard to think. I'm not trying to interrupt you, Jimmy, but I've never felt like magical on mushrooms. I don't know if magical is the right word. All I know is I woke up buck naked in cowboy boots the next day with a hatchet. I went running through the woods tripping balls. I don't know. That's I, called roofies. I echolocated with bats while tripping balls on some mushrooms. So That's that true. was pretty fucking magical. That's true. Jimmy was Batman. Dude, I w- <laughs> no, no, Daredevil. Yeah, he's he's not wrong because I was there that night and took the same mushrooms and did the same fucking thing. You're Batman. <laughs> Bro, eyes closed in the tent and when the bats fucking chirped. Those and the frogs and the crickets, like you yeah. just feel it all. It was... That okay, that was magical. I take it back. That that was a very magical experience. Drugs, <laughs> <laughs> drugs are bad, guy. Uh, um, but no, I mean like, do them responsibly. <laughs> There's a difference between magic and science. There was no technology there. It was just me eating something that was organic, and letting me experience something literally magical. Okay, but. For instance, look at different cultures that um, to go on spiritual journeys and shit that are viewed as magical, you take some form of a psychedelic. Uh, that's fair, but go upstairs, plug my PS5 in, and start playing Hogwarts and tell me it's not a magical experience. Ah, I'll be right. <laughs> <laughs> Exploring a completely, uh, well, it, it is what it is. It's a made-up world with made-up characters with made up quest lines and made up companionships and friendships and uh, ideas and completely made up. Because things that go, wow. Right. Give us dopamine. Isn't that magical? That I can go disappear in that game for hours. A dopamine trip probably would be pretty (laughs) magical. (laughs) I just, I, I don't find technology to be that indistinguishable from magic. I kind of see, you know, something as simple as the lights coming on to be pretty fucking magical. Man, we got high, Billy. And, and I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm just being serious, man. Like, I understand how electricity works. I understand ohms and joules and all that shit. I still find it fucking wild. I find fire to be magical and wild, though. And there's no technology involved in that at all. You are correct. There's just science applied to it. <laughs> but does Combustion. science just explain magic? Because everything unknown is magical until it's explained. And then comes science. So science... When, well, once we study it and learn it, it's science. If we're just using it, it still could be magical. Well, that's true. I... I don't understand how my cell phone works. Do you? No. I have a rudimentary understanding, but... Yeah, I have a rudimentary understanding, too. There's electrical power that accesses a memory storage, which pulls up the apps and whatnot on your phone, which then allows you to connect to wireless, whether it's waves or Wi-Fi or whatever... I get the general concept of it, but I don't get how it fucking works. <laughs> it's 
the evolution of the science of harnessing natural abilities that are around us. Radio waves, sound waves, heat waves. So what you're telling me is vibes. That there is a possibility Energy. that I can get a magic wand by the time I die. Yeah, they plug in and go brr. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was good. <laughs> but like why I guess I don't know, man. Cuz we're figuring out sound waves to levitate objects, right? So let's yeah. let's call like that the first step. So if we figure that out and then we can figure out how to produce fire from the air around us, which we know how to do. We can create a wand that can produce fire and can levitate objects. I mean, that's that's fucking half the battle right there. Now you just got to fine-tune it. Magnets. You can manipulate magnets. Yeah, but then everything else has to be a magnet. Like with sound waves, you can just levitate small objects right now, but objects nonetheless. Because you think about it, you can generate friction. You can generate um, vibration just using magnets. The number of magnets compared to the strength. I still don't get how that shit works. <laughs> the magnets. The attraction and retraction. Oh yeah, yeah I, I, forms of energy. Wait, and that's, yeah, but yeah. where the fuck do magnets come from? Magnets are fucking magic <laughs> all by themselves. <laughs> that's a fucking form of magic. Like the fuck. You just, some stones you are just like fucking stinky. <laughs> trying to explain some shit to you is like fucking my grandma telling me like, no, Jesus snapped his fingers and the world appeared. He created the universe. <laughs> it was all magic. Fucking science. <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> it's the harness, harnessing and the manipulations of natural forms of energy. Yeah, but it, what Jimmy's saying is like. Why are some rocks fucking magnetic? Because they have metal deposits in them, which then get charged negatively or positively, and then creates magnetic pull towards another magnetic object? Mixes of forms of energy can attract or retract similar things of similar composite. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I felt your tooth. <laughs> He's taking that finger. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> So quick. <laughs> Maybe quick we gotta get you some training classes. Huh? Oh, fuck off. <laughs> What'd you say? I said we gotta get Maddie some training classes. <laughs> There's no way to behave. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me get the newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Sorry. I started getting a little furry. No, no furries. No furries. I haven't been down that rabbit hole in months. <laughs> Damn it! Now I'm thinking about it again. <laughs> hey, just, just be like, "Hey Siri, what's my favorite furry?" <laughs> hey Siri, what's my favorite furry? Just want to see what she says. Well, that is rude. She doesn't know me. <laughs> Spend every day with this. Bitch. She <laughs> doesn't know me. This, this bitch knows more about me than my wife does. Okay, she's connected to my phone. <laughs> I think it all boils down from our ancestors to us now. Humans just to love to fuck around and find out. Sometimes we find out and it's okay. Other times we find out and it was not so okay. 
Well, you're not wrong. Hold on, I just seen this quote. This is this is kind of right where the fuck I'm going with it. Uh, so, Kurt Vonnegut. Yep. Said science is magic that works. Kurt Vonnegut's a very good author. I can't say I've ever read anything by him. Slaughterhouse Five. Never or the Children's Crusade. Mm-mm. That's. I mean, that's. He's not wrong. That book's a trip, dude. Read that book. What I'm is telling it? you. Slaughterhouse Five or The Children's Crusade, I think it's called. One of those two titles. And what's it about? A dude that gets taken by aliens. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude, that's right up my head. Is it supposed to be true? No. Oh. Like, it's complete fiction, but it makes you think. It makes you see shit from, like, a very good, like, perspective. Like, a very like weird trippy perspective like I don't know how else to oh it's a movie too I did not know it was a movie 1972 man I gotta watch this movie well yeah we're gonna put the trailer for that This is Schlachthof 5. Did it, did it take place time. during the war? Schlacht is slaughter. Uh, I think so. Here we go, Billy Boy. I'll let you out. Mama's here. The war is over. You can... What in the hell? This is about aliens? Yeah. Don't... I don't know. Those are pretty <laughs> out of this world to me. <laughs> Banana boat titties. Okay, that looks um, odd. Maybe maybe I'll have to read the book first and then watch the movie. Because, uh, what is it? Uh, not 1984. Oh, um, he becomes unstuck in time. So he was gotcha. tripping balls. <laughs> um, it, not 1984. What's the other one I'm thinking? George Orwell. 1984? Animal Farm? Maybe it wasn't George Orwell. Uh, Big Brother. That's 1984. Yeah, Big Brother. What's, what's the other one you had me read then? Brave New World. Ah, okay. Do you still have yeah. my copy? I can check. I don't think so. I think I rented it from the library. No, I I let you borrow it. I think I'll check the bookshelf. All right. Um. Yeah. So, anyways, 1984. Where was I going with that? Uh, Brave New World. <clears throat> oh no. So the book, I read the book like multiple times before I ever seen the movie, and then I seen the movie. And even though it's a crappy older movie, it holds up because the it's so close to the book, um, and it just gives you a more visual perspective on what the book was supposed to be. I, I so I feel like Slaughterhouse Five would be kind of that same idea. It's it might yeah they might have wrote it slightly different for the movie you know too so. I was pretty sure it was aliens, though. Well, yeah, he goes on an uncontrollable trip back and forth from his birth in New York to life on a distant planet and back again to the horrors of 1945 firebombing of Dresden. Oh, okay. So he starts reliving past and future. Yeah, he's a, he's a time traveler that can travel to the future far enough where he goes to another planet is what it sounds like. Interesting. Yeah. Pretty sure in the book he gets 
got by the aliens and they unstick him in time and basically like just see <laughs> like he's the, like their experiment basically yeah oh really okay I, I feel like uh, or at least partially I I just like I don't know it's it's a hell of a book yeah I'll I haven't read it in a while but uh, and then you picked up a, a book when we were at Barnes and Nobles not too long ago you got into that at all <laughs> <laughs> uh, not much recently. And which one was that? Uh, The Doors of Perception. That's right. Also by Aldous Huxley. Yeah. Good book. I wouldn't know. It's fuck fine though. It's older writing, so you know. Yeah, it's about tripping balls, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is, but <laughs> it's. An older written book, so it's like no, like Brave New World is a fucking excellent novel. It really is, and between that and 1984, that's one of the two ways we're going, (laughs) hands down. You read either one of those, Maddie? Yeah, I've read uh, 1984. I haven't read Brave New World though. Jimmy actually had me read that not too long ago. Um, well worth a read. Way like. Probably the way yeah. we're actually going to lean into. Yeah. I feel like more people should, especially nowadays, the way shit goes, um, paid attention to the book of The Wave. Never even heard of it. Uh, it's a book that essentially a um, there's a class that's learning about what happened in Nazi Germany, and they did an experiment and basically created like their own little mini Nazi party. But it's like at a school. Wait, the Nazi party's at a school? No. So the book takes place. I got a video. Boom. The Wave by Todd Strasser is a story about history teacher Ben Ross and the nine days that he changes the face of Gordon High School by running an experiment to show his students how easily they could become Nazis. (laughs) He is well-liked by his students, even when they get bored of his lectures. However, when they begin discussing World War II, his class is curious as to how people could follow Adolf Hitler. Ben realizes he can't give them everything they want to know. So, instead, this is when he decides to perform the aforementioned experiment with his students. Since he's a charismatic teacher and his students look up to him, he plays the role of leader and creates a group called The Wave. The next day in class, he starts building up the confidence of the students, correcting their posture and getting them excited about their new group. He starts posting ideals for the class to remember and embody, including strength through discipline and strength through community. The students are also taught a salute that they can do between students and with the teacher. The discipline that the wave requires from its followers seems to make the football players who are in the group better as they learn to go to practice on time and take better care of their team. The positive results coming from the football team make others more intrigued about the wave and increase its number of followers. Lori Sanders is the president of the school newspaper and she is also... All right, so I get the gist of it now and I want to read it. Right. It's a good book. It sounds interesting. Very intriguing. Um, Those were actual two books that 
And then we that's how you get Nazis. <laughs> that we had to read to graduate. Okay. In my senior class. Well, I, I mean, that is how we get Nazis. It was, that's basically what Hitler did. Uh, what the Nazi party did. <clears throat> if um, That's how we get cult leaders. You know what I mean? It's the same concept. I'm going to say this, and I mean it with a heavy, heavy grain of salt. Hitler did do good things for Germany at first. And that's why Whoa. he was so idolized. You Like, all political aspects aside and all the horrible shit he did. You look at economical and infrastructurally. Well, yeah, because you know great. why? He was gearing up for war. And what's war do? Create money. Yeah, create jobs, yeah. create money. You're but, right. but what I'm saying is, but people seeing that he was helping... The economy and things like that that only strengthened, like they're well, saying, yeah. So like I mean, the good shit just made them. Well, I mean, idolize them so much even more, and that's the example that this book makes. Wild. Um, it, it is. It is a fucking wild book, and at the end of it, you go, <sighs> "Wow." Well, that's what uh, a brave new world did for me. When I got to the end of it, I was like, "Oh shit." <laughs> <laughs> But you know, uh, Brave New World's on the banned book list now. I think 1984 is as well. I know Animal Farm is. These were all books that like we had to read in school. When we were but kids. I mean, they were still controversial back then, though, too. And that's why we read them. Yeah, if your want, school allowed it, you read them. They yeah. want to ban them because they know, like, no, we can't have free fucking will thinking people. We can't. Can't control them. And that's all that stuff did, is it? Yeah, I, don't, yeah, I think, I'm pretty sure one of my English teachers turned me on to the Slaughterhouse Five thing. It was just like, it was such a good book. Example A look what the Nazis did with books so they could control information. Yeah, yeah. You're, Same uh, principle. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure if they had the internet, they would have redacted saying that guns were good too. Going back to what we said earlier about the blade of grass. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> I mean, what easier way to get your populace to get rid of their guns than make your populace think that guns are bad? Yeah, and what we have is a fucking people problem. Yeah, agreed. My guns haven't hurt nobody. People need to be be able to get treatment and shit they need, though. And yeah. A lot of them. Yeah. Well, I agree. Still get guns somehow. Yeah. Well, it's like I, I believe like you. But illegal people are, are criminals are going to do illegal shit, dude. It, guns are easier to access, sure. But somebody who really wants a gun in a country where guns are illegal is still going to get a gun. You can ban hammers, and I'm still going to find one. Right. Like it doesn't make sense to me, man. And people are like, well, if a madman runs into a store with a knife and starts stabbing people, he can't get that many people compared to somebody with a gun. No. Do you know how fucking stupid we all are nowadays? Someone can get stabbed right in fucking front of you and your brain don't even have time to process what the fuck happened. Or you got people that are too busy fucking pulling out a cell well, phone. Well, then we go to back to the fucking sword and I'm okay with that, honestly. <laughs> Well, yeah. exactly. If everyone carried a sword, nobody would be fucking around. If everybody packed a Glock 19 or a 357, okay. ain't nobody gonna fucking <laughs> fuck around. Thank you, because that's what I was gonna say. 
Like it, it firearms are compact swords. <laughs> and reach farther. <laughs> <laughs> They're just boom boom swords. Yeah, fucking boom sticks. Um Romeo and Juliet with fucking John Leguizano <laughs> and, all, and oh, fucking geez. Mr. Dude, DiCaprio that there. That was so good. I loved that. I draw my longsword at D. Guy pulls out a fucking modified Beretta. <laughs> Dude, it was, oh, it was <laughs> Labeled so longsword. It's like, yeah, you pull out your longsword on me, buddy. Pull it out. That movie was Slowly. I don't even care. Everything about that movie is fantastic. <laughs> it was so good. I haven't seen it in a really, really long time, but... I promise I don't you, it being that good. Oh my god, it was. So I watched good. it a few months ago, and I'm not gonna lie. I said, I don't know, I got into it, and I was like, "Wow, this was stupid." And I finished it. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's terrible, but it's great. It's so good. It was like the first main fucking scene at the gas station. <laughs> I promise my wife, if she is listening to this, I'm a heterosexual man. <laughs> Everybody in this movie is packing a gap. Right. <laughs> Guess why everybody's still fucking around. So, but some people found out. <laughs> <laughs> um, you fuck around, you I find just, out. Sometimes you ain't found out yet. I found that to be a really cool concept. For those of you that haven't seen the 1996 version of Romeo and Juliet, please go fucking watch it. So good. Um, basically, you got the Montagues and the Capulets, who are the main characters of Romeo and Juliet, the main families. Um, and they're like mafia gang rivals within a modern-day setting. And it's just... It's so well, modern for the 90s. Well, yeah, modern for the 90s. But, like, dude, they, they fucking... There's a point in the movie where they take ecstasy, and it's just... It's really good. <laughs> it's so good. I might have to rewatch this movie now. <laughs> Dude, we fuck around, we find out. I we mean, fuck around and find out with some guns called long swords. We fuck around and find out with some psychedelic shit. We fuck around, we found out. Um, the movie is, uh, it's definitely, <laughs> fuck you, Maddie. <laughs> uh, the movie, it's all traditional um, William Shakespeare lines. So, you know, uh, two households, both alike in dignity in fair Verona where we lay our scene like it all even starts the same way it's so fucking good I don't know I loved Romeo and Juliet so most cinema now is fucking pretty much modeled after a lot of Shakespeare look at fucking the Sons of Anarchy Motorcycle Club Hamlet wow I never really compared that boom I could see that (laughs) um now, have you guys heard the theory that William Shakespeare didn't actually write all of William Shakespeare's work? Like, William Shakespeare wasn't actually a person? 
I've heard that theory, but I don't know if I believe it. Um, haven't heard this theory, but I mean, maybe there's a lot of Arthurs that I wrote shit. Maybe their name was just a pseudonym. Right. I spelled that wrong, but whatever. <laughs> um... Uh, the Shakespeare authorship question is the argument that someone other than William Shakespeare of Stafford upon Avon wrote the works attributed to him. Anti-Staffordians? Is that what that says? Staffordians, a collective term for adherents of the various alternative authorship theories, believe that Shakespeare of Stratford was a front to shield the identity of the real author or author's who, for some reason, usually show social rank, state security, or gender, did not want or could not accept public credit. Um, so, although the idea has attracted much public interest, all but a few Shakespeare scholars and literary historians consider it a fringe theory, and for the most part, acknowledge it only to rebuke or disparage the claims. I don't know. If you go down the rabbit hole on that, though, his works are very different from each other. A lot of them are. But I I mean, I've also read other authors who, like, their works are so different. And, but then you get, you get people like J.K. Rowling. Like, every book's the fucking same, just with a new storyline. It's all written the same. Yeah. Writing styles are like um, calligraphy. Nobody's style of writing is always the same. Right. Um, Maybe each time he wrote was a lot like each time he wrote a signature. Yeah. It was going to be a little different a little. every time. And this man was probably drunk. Yeah, but then you go and look at fucking... Drugs. You go and look at uh, Tolkien, for instance. Drugs. <laughs> I don't think Tolkien was on drugs. I think. You can't convince me reading some of his shit that he wasn't on drugs. I don't know. I'm it, not saying anything against it. It like, started It started as a bedtime story for his kid. And then his kid kept asking questions, so he had to start writing stuff down. And then he got a bunch of stuff written down, and he's like, fuck it, I might as well write a book. And he wrote a book. Drugs. And that's how he got The Hobbit. Uh, but, I mean... Look at the Silmarillion compared to The Hobbit compared to the Lord of the Rings trilogy. They're all written very, very differently from each other, even though they are all of the same concept. And from the same author. Right. I don't know. I don't think... Progression and writing? He had a certain way with the words, though, you know? Mm, no, he had a certain he dialect. That's what I'm saying. A certain way with the words. Not like, not like he had a certain like signature, like that he would purposely like, you know, but like the way he wrote, yeah. But that's what uh, the way he wrote are all very different from each other. Like Hamlet is nowhere near the same as Romeo and Juliet. No, no, it's not. It's written so differently. Yeah, it's but cool. it's also a different style of writing whereas Romeo and Juliet was romance it was love it was captivating it was exciting 
Hamlet was dark. It was gritty. It was fucking I mean, right, which would then make lead you to believe that it was a different author. Or movie producers do the same ups thing. and downs in life, bro. Yeah, I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just, I'm saying that I see credibility in the theory. Like I mean, I, from reading his work myself, and even even when I read it as a kid, I was like, wow, this is so much different than Romeo and Juliet. The first time I read Hamlet, it just could have been going through different um, things during his life. Yeah, he could have wrote Romeo and Juliet as an expression of what happened in his personal life. He loved a girl so strong. Da 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 da. da. Family was like, nah, bruh. and you know, it was sad. It was lonely. He felt like he lost her, so he or she died in his life. Romeo and Juliet could have been written by a woman. That was then played off by William Shakespeare as his writing because the woman couldn't take credit for it. Because Romeo and Juliet is definitely more told from a a feminine perspective than a male perspective. Even though there is, uh, you know, the the small amount of violence that we see and that kind of stuff. But that was normal for the time. So even a female would have put that in their work. I don't know. Just a thought. Just a thought. Don't look at me like that. We need to find you a button for shit like this because it's like John's a cool and <laughs> All I'm saying Conspiracy. is it's not. <laughs> Romeo, Romeo, or for our thou Romeo? Yeah. Romeo, Romeo, where for out there, Romeo? Doesn't Romeo say something first? Where the white women at? Jesus. <laughs> no, I don't think that's it. Um, no, I think he says it after. I think he's hiding under the balcony. I think he says, like, Juliet, Juliet, where out thou, Juliet? I think he, like, says, like, the same shit back right to her. Dude, I, I might have to go get my fucking copy. See, dude, our listeners right now are probably like, why are they on this girly shit? Dude, half of our listeners are girls. Fuck, that's fair. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I think it's, I think we're sitting at like 48% right now, our female listeners. The Dude to Dude podcast and more, like, all right, what the fuck's my husband thinking about? Yeah, well, that's (laughs) that's exactly it, dude. It's like, I mean, for the women out there, they got to be like, all right, because we're obviously really fucking normal as we can be dudes like we're not putting on a show we're not fucking faking what we're talking about we're just having real conversations so my assumption is is that your husband or boyfriend or whatever is sitting down with his friends and having similar fucking conversations that would be my thought right espionage (laughs) (laughs) quick someone tell the dude to do help desk y'all are welcome here don't worry Remember, always garbage oh, yeah. shaft. Dude, <laughs> dude to do that. We can do that. Um, titties and beer. If it's been a rough day, always titties and beer. Fuck yeah. In, in Billy's case, uh, titties and marijuana. <laughs> what? Marijuana? Sorry, yeah. I was stuck in something, <laughs> then I heard marijuana. Um, I said, when in doubt, after a tough day. 
Titties and beer. I will always titties and beer. And I said, in Billy's case, it's titties and weed. I do love titties and weed. Bead. Bead weed. Speaking of bead weed. We all love titties with beads. (laughs) Yeah, we do. Mardi Gras. Get the uh, fuego. That made me love fuego. Uh, Might be beat. Nah, there's another one in here. Even for me. Bong hits for Odin. <laughs> Oof. Oof. <coughs> so, again? Uh, <coughs> <coughs> Dying. <coughs> Do it quieter. <coughs> 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 So I can't find the quote, and I don't feel like going to dig out my book. It is upstairs somewhere, but I don't know where. But I'm 90% sure that he is, like, having a scene under the balcony talking, and then she says that line, unbeknownst that he's there. Hmm. Just what I remember from it. I thought, I thought it was Romeo that said it's Juliet. I think it's like a conversation they have, but like not together. Like he's being a creep and she's creeping on him. Yeah, the only thing that comes up when I type in Juliet, wherefore art thou, is Juliet saying it. Okay. Oh, look, here's the clip. Discourses. I will oh, answer. Right. He's describing her and the beauty of the moon. I am too herself. bold. Tis not to me she speaks. Oh, dude, I remember this. We saw boobies in, in school. Heavens. Having some business to entreat her that eyes adds to in the way, bro. <laughs> return. No, dude, the scene, the scene see after they sleep together, she rolls over and you actually see boobage. All you all you heard is <laughs> author out. She speaks. Oh. <coughs> oh, speak again, bright angel. Oh Romeo, Romeo. Wherefore art thou Romeo? So he's being a creep and she's thinking about him. <laughs> Man, that tone of voice, you had me. Wow, yeah, he is being a creep, isn't he? <laughs> I'm telling you that she only flies when you're a rich white dude. Right, yeah, I take it back. <laughs> this is def- definitely written from a dude's perspective. <laughs> <laughs> Make creeping romantic. <gasps> He's in the bushes just... <laughs> <laughs> I don't really remember how we got onto Romeo and Juliet, but I'm so glad we did. I want to go watch this movie so bad now. <laughs> well, I mean, tomorrow is Valentine's Day, so. I don't know if my wife will be into this, to be honest. Wow. What? Are you sure the proctologist was the first one in your ass? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, man. I like good literature. You can suck a dick. <laughs> I've never, I've never been ashamed of being nerdy or liking to read or um, 
Yeah. You're fine, but to be fawning over it is another thing. Dude, it's good. It's one of my favorites. Some people love romances, man. And some people love it up the butt. It's okay. <laughs> it's a tragic as fuck romance, though. If you liked romance, why like well, why it's, not it's, do fifty first dates? Because Romeo and Juliet isn't a romance. It's tragedy. It's a romantic tragedy. Uh, no, it's literally classified as a romantic tragedy. Is it? Yeah. I don't think it should be. Um, there's not really romance there. Yeah, there is. There's a lot of romance. Then no, the tragedy is there's there's <laughs> lust. There's not really romance. Well, to them, it was the same thing. Uh, Othello? Is that the other one I'm thinking of? What about it? With, uh, like, Ophelia and shit? Like, it's also another tragedy, right? Yeah. Um, but, I, I don't know. I guess it's it can... It's been a long time since can. I've accessed these brain files. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, I guess it can be looked at as a romance, but <clears throat> if you really break it down, the whole thing is tragic. Uh, it's tragedy of them not being able to be together. It's tragedy of family members dying. It's tragedy of loss. It's tragedy of in the long term not being able to be together. I mean, there's way more tragedy than there is romance. It's just the overture of it is you see romance. And the I main thing I remember is if bitch had waited like five, ten minutes plan would have went off hitch. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but he shouldn't have been late. Traffic's a bitch, bruh. <laughs> Bro's TKO'd still. That's she true. found him and That's she true. thought he was That's dead. True. What I, what I see is just poor communication. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're one to fucking talk. Hey, now. Hey, now. Um... This is why I'm not a fan of this movie. It's too close to home. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like Shakespeare would have wrote this to be on the surface to look like a romance, but underneath it all with thought and perspective to be a tragedy. And I'm pretty sure this is what fucking half of my sixth grade fucking school year was about, but whatever. Like, now that I'm thinking back on it, I'm like... Pretty sure that's the conclusion I came up to when I was fucking 12. Probably was your 12-year-old fucking spank bank if you got to see your titties in the school. Oh, fuck yeah it was, dude. That's still stored in my head. I know exactly what that girl's boobs look like. Monster's Ball. (laughs) Never watched that one. There's a scene with Halle Berry, and that's why. Ah, Halle Berry never did it for me. Same. Yeah. I mean, when you're 13, everything does it for you. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool breeze. <laughs> well, you know what? I um, most a of. Well, no, it's like it's like a it's like a softcore porn scene. Like it's a full out like softcore porn scene. Oh, is like, it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah, I think I think the next one that did, they did movies yeah. different back in the day. <laughs> yeah, they did. They really did. But now, I mean, dude. Uh, my wife was watching um, Euphoria. You, any, you, you, either of you guys watched that? Shit? Never heard of it. You no. Never heard of it? All right. Um, well, I came home from work one day and I'm like chilling on the couch, and all of a sudden I looked up and there was a, uh, um, like a full on fucking fucking yeah, <laughs> like, and these are supposed to be teenagers, and it just like blew my mind. I'm like, what the fuck are you watching? I guess the show is filled with 
like wild shit like that. See, you're so, on a list. So it's like the in betweeners. <laughs> but I watched that shit when I was like 16, 17. Yeah. In betweeners. Dude, it's a British show that like is raunchy as fuck, but it's like about high school slash college age kids. Watched? Probably. With the. Wow, why did I think that was called something different? Oh, I'm thinking of a different one. Um, but yeah, I, we watched the in-betweeners. We all watched that shit. And Skins was raunchy as fuck. That's too. the one I was thinking of. Was Porkies. Skins. Skins was like wild raunchy. That that caught me off guard. What did you say, Porkies? I haven't seen that one. Those are raunchy movies. Uh, you know, Blue Mountain State. Oh, yeah. I fucking love that. <laughs> Sloots! Yeah. That was my favorite. <laughs> Let me see your condom. Opens it, pours a beer in it, and just fucking squirting everywhere. And dude's like, <laughs> She's just looking at him like, fuck. Screwed. He tried to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Never trust the condoms. Always bring your own. Make sure you A wise man once said... <laughs> I'm going to give you the dude to dude a little early this week. Dude to dude, bring your own condom. Wrap your willy. Don't be silly. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, we're we're an hour and a half in. I don't think our listeners really want to listen to us any longer. They'll catch us next yeah, week. Not. Good. Don't be yeah, a dummy. Blow it on our tummy. Wrap your shit. Always wrap your shit. Unless... Wrap your willy before you get silly. Unless you're or you're trying, married. Yeah. Unless you're trying to have babies or you know somebody well enough where you trust them. Wrap your fucking willy up, bro. And ladies, because we were just talking about how many of you out there, bring your own condom too. Because if he doesn't have one, put that shit on. Do a fucking internal female condom. What are those things called? Clam dams. <laughs> <I like> <laughs> Well, that's the end of our episode. Remember, if you guys found some enjoyment out of this, if you got some value, maybe laughed a little bit, go ahead and share it with your friends. Share it with your family. Share it on Facebook. It'll really help us out. And, you know, the more that you guys help us out, the more we can help you out. Remember, this is just a comedy podcast. Try not to get butt hurt. Thank you.